Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. I'm your host, Claire Bowne of Thinking Museum, and this is episode 61. So today I'm very happy to be talking to Carly Allen about her work. We're talking about how mindfulness can help us to connect with and engage with art and how we can bring mindfulness practices to the experience of drawing. But before that, last week was another bite-sized episode. We talked about how it's important to be always learning, unlearning and relearning. So do head over to episode 60 and have a listen. And as always, if you'd like to be a supporter of the show, you can do so by treating me to a cup of tea on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Claire I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you like these podcasts, please, please, please do go and give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you really love it, please write us a short review. It does help to get the word out. So thank you. So let me introduce my guest this week. Carly Allen is a UK-based gallery educator, drawing tutor and mindfulness teacher. She has worked for the National Gallery in London over the past 20 years and has taught widely for UK art collections, including the National Portrait Gallery, the Wallace Collection, the Royal Collection, where she was formerly education manager. And in 2018, Carly co-founded the Limina Collective to bring mindfulness and reflection practices to museum and online spaces. So in this chat, we explore how mindfulness and meditation practices, looking at the artwork and drawing interrelate with each other and how drawing with mindfulness creates connections, opens us up to creativity, and helps us to overcome any resistance we might have to drawing or the fear of the blank page. We talk extensively about the benefits and how it helps us to tune into a mode of being open, letting go of preconceptions and habitual patterns of looking. Now, Carly's leading a masterclass for Thinking Museum on Tuesday, the 19th of July. It's our last masterclass for a while, and this is one you don't want to miss. We're talking about drawing and mindfulness. We'll be experimenting with exploring a very famous painting, the Mona Lisa with fresh eyes through drawing. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that. You won't want to miss that class and you won't want to miss our chat either. So here it is. Enjoy. Hello, Carly, and welcome to the Art Engager podcast. Ah, Thank you. It's lovely to be here. I very much enjoy listening to your podcast. So thanks for having me along. You're very welcome. Now, tell us, what is it that you do and how you came to be doing what you're doing? I'm an art museum educator and consultant, and I'm co-director of Limina Collective. We're working in the field of mindfulness and art engagement. So um, I came to, to museum learning initially through drawing. So when I was doing my degree in drawing, I was spending a lot of time 
drawing in museums, so in front of artworks, as I'd spent a lot of my teenage years. And so when I came into employment, I just really wanted to be within the museum setting. And I was um, able to, to find opportunities for around about 20 years to work directly for art collections here in London, in the UK. Um, and just was able to immerse myself in, in this field of inquiry-led discussion um, that we share. So it's been, um, it's been wonderful to work with different practitioners. I've had some experience of working as a programmer as well, so managing and shaping learning programs in museums. And then in the last few years, I've become more and more interested in mindfulness um, and how we can apply these traditional mindfulness practices to the experience of looking at an artwork. So um, I trained as a mindfulness teacher and since 2018 I've been working with uh, Lucia van der Drift, who I know some of your listeners will, um, will have encountered perhaps through your masterclass programme. So we're working together as Limina Collective, so uh, in galleries and, and also online and, and via recordings. Brilliant. Um, yeah, and I can't tell you how much of a joy it was to discover, to find Limina Collective a few years ago, and I was looking online, and to find that there were other people working in a similar vein to where I've been working for the last few years, because although I think it's growing in popularity, it is quite niche what we do, isn't it? Right, it's wonderful to, well, to, to come into contact with you and to to be listening to your your podcast and getting that real sense of community isn't it because it can feel quite niche sometimes and just to expand that out and, and hear more about what people are doing worldwide absolutely yeah so tell me about some of the sorts of projects you work on the museums or types of groups you work with uh, so with with limina collective we um we often work directly with museum partners, so the British Museum, British Library, uh, the Royal Collection here in the UK, the Royal Academy. Um, we work in person with groups, um, in, in galleries and also online. And then more and more sort of through the through the pandemic and more recently, we've been been asked to produce um, recordings and resources um, that are available online. Um, uh, and then we also have our independent events that we uh, we offer to our our network, so courses on mindful looking and and uh, gallery meetups. Fantastic. And can you tell us a little bit about how mindfulness can help us to connect with and engage with art? It's this intersection between um, mindfulness and art observation that we're we're exploring um, and just so interested in um, how this can be developed um, and it relates so closely to what's often described as slow looking which I know yep. you're going to in great depth um, and so that's again been a sort of a great sort of touch point of considering this sort of space within slow looking and mindful looking so acknowledging um, that slow attentive looking is inherently a, a mindfulness practice that savoring um, that we experience and um, the positive impact it can have on well-being so so what we're doing with mindful looking is perhaps more explicitly applying mindfulness principles to this process so we're we're purposefully offering um, a space to 
to give the thinking mind a rest, sort of to put all that great um, cognitive ability of the brain, all that good stuff, all that analysis it's able to do, just put it to si aside for a moment um, and allow us to move into um, a, a mode of experiencing, sensing, being with the artwork. And we find that that, that allows us to well, observe and learn about the artwork and, and also observe and learn about ourselves. So, um, so we're really finding this is you know, deepening, deepening the experience. Um, so before the looking, during the looking, um, and and afterwards. Fantastic. And yes, there are lots of uh, parallels and connections between mindful looking and slow looking. Um, we've discussed before on the podcast. We've discussed in masterclasses as well. But I'd really love to focus in this episode on exploring drawing as a mindfulness practice. Um, so how can we use drawing to be more mindful? Well, we're using, yeah, we're often using drawing as one element in our mindful looking um, sessions. And we're just really um, sort of enjoying going deeper into looking in that relationship between those, those three activities. So we have the, the mindfulness and meditation practices, we have the, the looking, looking at the, the artwork, uh, and, and then the, the drawing. And how do these interrelate? How do they support each other? So finding ways that they can be mutually supportive. And so perhaps, perhaps it's helpful to take an example if we were sort of able to sort of collectively imagine ourselves um, engaging with an artwork. Mm -hmm. um, so Perhaps if we were to take um, a Rembrandt self-portrait, so we may have um, an image in our minds. If you were able to call to mind, it might be that you know one Rembrandt self-portrait very well, or it might be you can just sort of summon a general idea of, of what that might look like. So we might have a sense of a, a painting in front of us, um, might have a sense of the tonality, um, and perhaps it's a, a three-quarter length or a half-length portrait of a person. So how could we bring um, mindfulness approaches to our looking, and then how do we, might we thread through some drawing into that practice? So yeah, we could start with even before the looking. So one of the aspects that we would consider is, is just preparing the ground. So, so laying out the materials, just something very simple about making sure the materials are accessible, um, that we've all kind of um, had a sense of what those materials can do, how they, how they uh, behave. So we might start off but with some some doodling, just trying out the materials, the touch of the materials, um, perhaps even the the uh, interaction between dry and, and and wet materials. So sometimes the drawing might come like that right at the beginning. Um, or we might, well, we, we would always start with, with a sort of a settling. So a mindfulness practice that, that is an arrival practice. So we're we're really coming into the the body, we're coming into our, our present experience and becoming aware of our, our thoughts and the emotions that are present before we look. And we might also prime the looking. So this could be a time if we were going to look at a, a Rembrandt portrait, we might just turn our attention to the, the light in our own room, perhaps. So just sort of becoming aware of, of um, our own environment before we turn to the painting or our own body, our own sitting um, body. And then through the looking, 
um, as we're sort of guiding. So a lot of our work before discussion is is a guided practice. So it's a slow guided, slow guided uh, look that might start with um, bringing attention to the, the the light and shade. We might then move into something a bit more focused. So. Um, narrowing the the attention to looking at details, to looking at textures, and this could be the moment to then bring in a, a drawing prompt. So drawing can then kind of bring us into uh, a sensory connection with the artwork, and the drawing prompt might, in this case, might be in relation to texture, perhaps. So we might be focusing our attention on the textures that we perceive in the clothing of this of this sitter in the portrait, or it might be on the surface of the the painting itself, the 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 texture of brush marks, and then the prompt could be to to explore texture, to explore mark making um, with with the tools that we have um, that we've selected for the session, or we could um, consider how the sort of the looking process works. So the relationship between the outline, the contour of the figure set against the background and how we might see that as uh, a line and then how that relates to the interior of the body. Um, and the, the drawing could sort of help us to navigate that, um, that relationship. Wonderful, wonderful. And so how does this relate to people's um, feelings about drawing as an activity. I've um, used drawing um, many times in uh, programs and I've always come across people who are a little hesitant, a little nervous to perhaps start drawing, feelings of I can't draw, all those sorts of um, emotions come into play. So how do you set it up um, for the experience so that everyone feels they can take part? So this is where I think um, this combination of mindfulness and drawing with the looking, um, it can be so beneficial because absolutely, when if you're going to use drawing, if you're going to bring drawing into the practice of looking at art, I think it's 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 just hugely beneficial to do that with mindfulness because of exactly what you're you're describing. That for a lot of people, drawing brings up. Um, a lot of thoughts, a lot of emotion, a lot of memories, um, and those can sometimes be joyful and positive, and they can also sometimes be quite difficult and can actually be barriers um, to our looking and our engagement, our connection with the artwork. So the so mindfulness principles, mindful guidance, can just sort of gently remind us to to stay with the, the sensory experience of the drawing. So we're coming into that, the senses of touch, um, of the, the feel, the sensations of the, the drawing tool um, on the paper. Um, and then we're also um, coming into greater awareness of those, of what's going on for us in, in our minds and, and in our bodies. Um, and we can bring a um, the mindful quality of, of kindness and acceptance as well to our, our drawing. So we can use mindfulness tools with the drawing um, to, to sort of to move beyond initial 
perhaps resistance to drawing, mm -hmm. to, to accept and acknowledge, um, sometimes those sort of difficult thoughts around it, um, and also to sort of work with that initial, uh, the experience of the blank page. Um, and then we find that then you know, as we are able to work with these thoughts, it just opens up a, a greater space then for, for creativity and for closer connection um, with the experience of looking. So it, it, it brings us back into a closer uh, connection with, with the artwork. Sounds like some wonderful benefits there for everyone. Are there any other benefits other than this close connection, this creativity that you were mentioning? Any other benefits to incorporating more mindfulness practices to drawing? Well, mindful drawing or, or drawing with mindfulness. Um, ah, yeah. <laughs> which I think, yes, we're sort of beginning to, yeah, we're already working with language around this. Um, but we would say, you know, if we're thinking particularly about this area of drawing, in front of an artwork or in response alongside an artwork um, and if we're drawing with mindfulness we um, by we're coming into coming into into the the body and the physical sensations a lot of people find it's really helpful to have um, an external focus for their mindfulness practice so so we can sort of come into the um, the sensations of of muscular movement and it's sometimes it's that sort of repeated motion that in itself um, supports mindfulness. So similar to the way that people find other activities um, mindful, such as sort of sewing or, or baking or gardening. Mm. Um, and we see that in, in, this is what we know about artistic practice as well. If we sort of look at you know, how artists have described their practice of creating the work and thinking about um, the 19th century artist Degas, for example, you know, talking about repeated movement, about tracing and, tr and drawing again and again, um, his depictions of combing the hair, uh, you know, washing the body. There's this sort of sense of repeated movement that one can um, uh, uh, experience very fully through through drawing while looking, um, which relates also to subjects of, of paintings, um, of, of, of people you know, sewing or, or if you think of sort of yeah. interiors, for example. Um, yeah. And it, it just really, it brings us um, into, into the present moment. Mindfulness is, you know, is, is awareness um, of our experience in the present moment and drawing as we're drawing we are literally we're, as we're drawing out a line on the page we are ex really observing that perpetual movement into the present moment so um, it's you know the way that we experience the world but here it's it's actually graphically described for us so as our attention is placed on the point of the pencil we're we're observing that moment in time, the, you know, the present moment. We can see the line that we've just made as the past, as the way the present moves into the past. And then we can see the blank page as, as the future that's not yet made. So uh, there's, um, there's a kind of, well, we can look at um, actually something really pertinent that we find in the writing of Leonardo da Vinci. He talks about, he describes a drawn line as being a dot or a point on the page that's been set in motion by a force. So as we're drawing, we're observing how that point travels. Um, so drawing is inherently always in the state of, of becoming. It's, it's unfixed, it's open to change. Um, and, and that's something that we can experience and then 
and then nurture in our experience, in our in the way that we look at art. So we too can sort of uh, tune into that mode of being being open. Um, we can let go of preconceptions and habitual patterns of looking. Um, we can it can sort of take us away from how we think things ought to be or how we should look at an artwork and help us to notice or be open to how things really are for us uh, right then. So, um, and, and, and that may not match up to how things really are, may not match up to our, our perceptions um, initially of how they are. So it's just bringing into the, into that, us into that space, really, um, this sort of uh, unfixed um, mode of being. Um, and then, yes, as we've mentioned, this, this using, using mindfulness tools to, to, to look with, with a, a sense of, of kindness and acceptance for the, for the artwork and, and for ourselves. So nurturing self-compassion, um, when we are engaging with, with art. Wonderful. And I'm really looking forward to the masterclass that you'll be doing in a couple of weeks and on July the 19th for us. So I get to experience this firsthand. Some of the things you were talking about, that sort of almost meditative process of the sort of repeated actions, um, but also being in the moment, being in the present and being really focused on on what you're doing is, 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 is fascinating. So could you tell us a little bit about your class? You mentioned Da Vinci. There's a connection there. I'm going to bring it in. Um, tell us what you'll be doing in your masterclass. I'm really excited about this masterclass. It's been um, uh, a joy to, to develop this um, for your membership. So we are going to be doing um, something that's, uh, well, hopefully is a, an experimental uh, practice of engaging with possibly the, the best known artwork in the world, the Mona Lisa. So um, even as soon as we say that, we have an image in our mind and we, we might see the Mona Lisa uh, in our mind's eye, but also we'll see that whole gathering and history of other um, artworks and images and texts that we will be aware of in, in relation to it. So it's going to be um, well, fascinating, I think, to 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 hear from your membership sort of their what their relationship is with the Mona Lisa um and then to to use these practices to to do some mindful looking to draw with mindfulness and consider if it's well is it possible to look freshly um at this image is it possible to approach it as if we're seeing it for the first time so um so if it, uh, cultivating this 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 sense of beginner's mind, and then reflecting together. So I'll, I'll just love to hear from people at the, um, as we move through the process, just how our experience changes, perhaps how our connection with the painting changes, um, and just using this as a a playground really for experimentation and um, and seeing this where and uh, for experimentation and seeing where this takes us. This is um, all music to my ears. I love experimenting in this way, so I'm really looking forward to it. I'll put a link in the show notes for others to sign up. It's a membership class, but it's open to non-members as well. If you'd like to take part, highly recommend it. We'll all be participating. Um, so how can listeners find out more about you or reach out to you? Uh, best place is to find us um, on our website, the 
links will be there we've got a, a monthly newsletter so please do join our mailing list um, to find out what we're up to we've um she got a free uh, course coming up in the autumn on on rembrandt you can also follow us on instagram uh, and we're always really uh, really happy to hear from people so yes if there's any questions that come out of this or in the future please do get in touch Brilliant. Thank you so much, Carly. I'll put all the links in the show notes to your website or Instagram and do sign up for Limina Collective's newsletter. I get it every month and it's definitely one to sign up for. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and for chatting with me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thanks so much, Claire. It's great to sort of have this point of contact and to keep the conversation going. We will do. And I'll see you on the 19th. See you then. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So many thanks to Carly for being on the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed our chat. Go to the show notes to find out more about Carly's work and Limina Collective's work and to sign up for her masterclass on Tuesday the 19th of July. I'd love to see you there. And before you go, don't forget our Facebook community for the podcast, The Slow Looking Club. You can look for The Slow Looking Club under groups in Facebook or I've put a link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Thinking Museum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.